When you spoke yesterday about the change that's coming in the planet, it was as if inside of me the planet responded. It felt like the planet in me or what it is of that in me is the same. And that's what moved. And it reminded me of something that I saw in the fall intensive where it was clear to me from further than anything I've known, something started to move forward. I knew it in the cells and molecules of my body. It wasn't that it was a response to something. There was nothing that indicated that this had moved other than it had moved. And those cells in me knew they just moved from within because of this other having started. And then yesterday, when you spoke of the planet changing, whatever it was you recognized that moved again. You said years ago that the planet was waiting for us. A very different level of us. That's what's moving now. Starting to. And it isn't going to stop. Why would that registering be so different to, say, registering the calling? Because your cells are not subject to the change. They are part of the change. It's like they've always been there, dormant, until now. Yes. It seemed yesterday as you spoke, it was as if the change would come from the planet and then affect us. It's not that though, is it? It'll affect ourselves, depending on how selves are being oriented. When you talked yesterday about the world becoming top heavy, what I also saw as you said that was a seeping from the bottom up, a seeping in of a substance that can balance that. People can be brought to balance, but not the world. Can you explain the difference? The real is in the people. It isn't in the world. The world is the collective personal sovereignty. For the world to be real is the end of the world. So the world is made up of one isolated aspect of people which is that personal sovereignty. It's not the whole of what people really are. All of the form and function, false belief. Is that that's been dormant in us, that's also the same in the planet? Yes. 
So this that started somehow couldn't wake up in the planet without it waking up in us, in people. In the universe. Without it waking up and lived in a person. This that, that's moving, that started, it's more than living what we are after we die here. Yes. It's living what could not be lived before. And could not. Why? Without the requisite development of reality, of existence. It isn't going to even come. But it feels more than a simple developmental stage. Was this necessarily inevitable? Yes. Just not before. That level of me that was dormant, that woke up as such, would just have remained forever dormant without this starting. There's this whole body of knowledge that's there and available. Is there a whole bank of knowledge that's there in us and some of it will just will never be needed? It isn't needed until it's called upon. Why it doesn't feel so much like remembering for me? When you speak of remembering, is that different? As the knowledge comes to fruition, that can develop into remembrance. But you can't remember it without being it. Remembering it because you're there. What determines what's called forward? Your blueprint. And necessity created by openness. You say more about necessity created by openness? It's a level of openness that cannot be not answered. So it creates a necessity in you, a necessity to answer. Depending on what that you is. So in that interplay of calling, response, openness, answering, like it's weaving the structures of what we are more and more. You talked before about our blueprints all being connected. Is that what we're doing in this then, is filling out our collective blueprint? Yes. 
It's not a given. It does require our response, our openness. This is more than being what we are after we've died here. What's happening now is more than that. But the mechanism of it is the same, which is essentially calling and response. Yes. The calling moving together with response. Without the two coming together, there's no place for the blueprint, for the blueprint to be touched into and opened. Is the blueprint changing? Aspects of it, yes. Like, would it be accurate for me to say that my blueprint has changed? Yes. Can you say why? The movement of a core level of openness brings with it the autonomy of change. It's all predetermined until you step into it. Is that related to how you explained the masculine yesterday? Yes. Can you give a bit more context when you use the word autonomy? Like in what context? Where the level of openness touches into the principle of the spirit person. It isn't something that being can access. So one directional, so it's from spirit into being. Yes, but most importantly, in person, as a person, right where it is least possible. One of the things I've been really enjoying lately is listening to you and your words and you're telling us in all of your words how you are, who you are, what you are. It's like you're laying it all beautifully out there. It's your transcript. Is it possible to be subject to and still autonomous? It's possible to be the same as. It isn't subject to what it is the same as. It's a different landscape. It isn't a landscape. It's a part of what makes one. It's part of what makes, what puts together a landscape. It isn't a part of what has been. That's the place of being. 
So then what has really changed is, is the actuality of spirit in form. And you said that's just started. That's then what will change everything. Their form moves spirit. You said there, what do you mean? Do you mean in me? Where form consciously returns to spirit, which means not just awareness, but the person. Where it is least possible. So again, what I'm hearing is you speaking, showing us you. Are you saying that this is also possible for us in this new? Not in the way that anyone can think. Yes. That will really change everything. Ciao. Bye for now.